All right, all right, all right. How's everyone doing? Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I really want to thank everyone from all over the globe tuning in. It really makes me so freaking stoked to see this thing grow. Uh, one of the greatest things that we can do to really help push this along, really help me do this, uh, is follow me on Instagram. Go to at back to your story. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Like the podcast. Review the podcast. And share it with your friends and family. Once again, follow me on Instagram at back to your story. Same thing with Facebook. Same thing with YouTube. It's all over. Um, and last week I said that there's going to be a winner of the Jupiter journey, the stress alleviating tincture. And that goes to Mr. Ryan Wright out of Philadelphia. I absolutely love this stuff. I'm so excited for you to try it. It's something that I have put a part of my daily regimen. Uh, the stress alleviating tincture really just kind of helps take the edge off. It tastes amazing. It's USD organic certified. And if you want to get some of it yourself, all you got to do is go to getjupiter.com, use the code storytime, and you're going to get it for $19. That's a $10 savings because it's traditionally 29 bucks. And who do we have on the podcast tonight? That's Mr. Trace. Trace, man, thank you so much for coming on. You have a great story. Uh, I love how big of a family guy you are. Uh, big up and coming in the entertainment industry all over the place, just like me. You guys will really appreciate this. You guys will really appreciate this. Let's do this. From the land of mystery where dreams become reality always listening to stories from the past the present and the future this is back to your story All right, so for the people uh, just listening, just tuning in, just checking this out, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about you? Just well, hi, guys. My legal name is James Wilson, but all my friends know me as Trace, T-R-E-S. Yes. Um, I have been in L.A. for about, it'll be five years, September 1st. Nice. Uh, I come from a small town in Arkansas. Okay. Just a point with a dream, like yeah. everybody yes. in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm an agent assistant at a talent agency uh, here in Los Angeles, California. Um, and yeah, man, I'm just trying to do my thing. I love art. I love artists. That's, yeah. uh, that's what I want my life to revolve around. And honestly, that just goes to a passion for people. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And I do start a lot of my podcasts off like this, just thanking the individual for coming on. Because Dude, thank you for having me. I'm sorry. It's going to be your most boring yeah. one. I've already posted on Instagram. Yes. So I, all five I, of my I, followers woo! are going to be like, oh my God, so sick. Yes. That's so cool, bro. Wow. No way. They do podcasts in Los Angeles. Oh my God. No. Um. All right. So let's just kind of get back to your story. I, with you growing up in Arkansas, um, small city? Oh, very small. So uh, I'm from a small town called Hope. We're famous for for uh, Bill Clinton and Mike Huckabee. Take your pick of who you oh. like better. <laughs> I love uh, that. When, when Bill Clinton was elected, he's like, I still believe in a place called Hope. <laughs> good, and good hey, man, he's from my hometown. And shout out Hope, Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, like it was a town of uh, 10,616 people. Uh, wow, precise. Yeah. Well, my father's chief of police of Hope. Okay. Uh, before that, he was with the FBI. And we lived in Yuma, Arizona for about two and a half years wow. and uh, yeah so what, what do they say about preachers and c cops kids yes yeah. they're all fucking <laughs> that was crazy me. That was me, <laughs> what was that like uh growing up as a young boy uh in hope arkansas with your father as the chief of police boring as fuck like okay. <laughs> there was not shit to do like i'm not the type of person like man like 
let's go do this bonfire. Yes. Nah, that's no, not me. No, like, no. I'm good on all that. Uh, dude, like, I was actually extremely blessed to have the best parents in the freaking world. Like, I think wow. a lot of times, especially with, like, the climate about police officers and, like, all that stuff. Uh, thinking, and when you think of police officer, you think of someone who's, like, hard-nosed and yeah. you, you gotta do this. And, like, there was that aspect about my dad. But at the same time, he always made time. He always told me how proud of he, how proud he was of me. He always told me he, that how much I meant to him and how much he loved me. Uh, and he would go out of his way for me. And I had the best parents in the fucking world. And awesome. I know. Like, it's – I learned that a little bit more each and every day that not everyone had that. Yeah. I think as a kid, like, it's easy to think, like, oh, everyone has this. Yeah. Like, I don't come from, like, a super rich family. I also don't come from a super poor family. We were very – Middle, middle class Americans. Yes. Uh, we owned a farm. Like, wow. I, I, I don't want you to get any flack with PETA. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> because they will, they will find a way to find I you. I don't give a but, shit. But uh, we contracted with Tyson for chickens and we had a cattle operation. Well, fuck you. No, uh, well, fuck you. No, Got to make some money, man. No, first time when I moved here, uh, very first thing I did was background work. Okay. Because um, it was easy fucking money. Yes. You can be a convict. And like yeah. they're like, yep, we'll fucking hire you. <laughs> Here's minimum wage. By the way, you just chill here and eat free food. Like, all right, tight. Yes. Like. And then I remember I was talking with this girl at lunch one time. She's like, oh, like, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Arkansas. Like, did this, that. She's like, what was it like growing up there? I was like, hey, man, anything that doesn't like uh, – any way that I will not end up back on that farm, I, I, I will never go back yeah. there. She's like, farm? Like, what do you mean? Did you have, like, vegetables? I was like, no. Nah. Like, and I was, like, a little naive. <laughs> I was like, no. Nah. Like, we had chickens and cattle. She's like, what? What? <laughs> like, it blew her mind. She was like – what do you mean you had chickens? I was like, oh, like we contract with Tyson chickens. That's honestly the reason I, I was able to go to college debt free. Wow. She's like, oh, so you're the goddamn devil. Oh my god! I was like, well, like this conversation just took a left turn. Like what happened? <laughs> and she and she was just like, you're the most evil person in the world. How the hell could you ever do that? What the fuck? And I was like, yo, like I get it. Yeah. At the same time, like so, like what I understand is this: when I look into a cow's eyes, there's thought process. Of course. Like I, we're a very first stage. They breed naturally they do their thing um when i look at chicken size there is no complex thought yeah. there it is very like <laughs> very very insect like mind yeah. like there's no remorse zero yeah. like and at the end of the day like yeah should all living beings like be treated with like decency and have the right to life absolutely at the same time yo dog it's the fucking food chain yeah it's the fucking food yeah. chain and, i get it and, I get and it. yo as much as you want a bitch that's great do you still eat meat well yeah well, then you're a fucking hypocrite. Absolutely. You know, I'm a vegetarian, right? Um, yeah. Like, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm, I fucking hate classification uh, of that shit. I'm 90-10. I, I hear you. Um, but 90-10, uh, 90%. Plant-based, 10%, uh, like, wild cutfish and shit like that. But uh, what I'm just hearing is that your parents had to do something to put food on the table. Yeah. And for another individual to get upset about that and, like, think that you're the devil, I'm sorry. That's just bullshit because... We are starting to understand, you know, the ramifications of all of this shit, but uh, your parents were just doing what they had to do and things were different. And regardless if they do it now or they don't, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I mean, like, you know what? I, 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 has, I, I love that you said that because like, yeah. I feel loved by it. Thank you for being Of course, being a good absolutely. Um, we do that with a lot of things. That's human, that's human being nature. Like, yes. we have a belief system and we, like, fight for it yeah. and... We all have a certain aspect about that in our lives, whether you take, like, the food industry or you take religion, you take politics, you take any of those things. We have these core beliefs about ourselves where we say, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. 
and maybe there's some other like stuff where like there's gray area that we can discuss for but, sure. But like there's certain things in like people's lives where you just need to listen to the other person. You have to. Yeah. You have to. We we live in this polarized climate where it's just like I'm right, I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, left, right, black, red, blue, yeah. red. It's just like shut the fuck up. We need to talk. We need to have open dialogue. We need to have open conversation. And so yeah. many people just like to point the finger. And um, I don't blame your fucking parents. Mm. Like shout out to them doing what they have to do to put food on the table, right? Um, if we want change, and we want real action. Then there needs to be a conversation and ways to fix it but not point fingers at other individuals amen to that um like yo like uh, hey like i really what i really do admire about the other side of this argument mm -hmm. is hey you have a very firm belief and and something that the majority of americans feel of hey like if you're a living being you should have honor decency respect yeah. and a right to life yes we can all agree on those things yeah but when it comes to okay now you're going to put as many farmers that work out there out of business and now you're going to put them on the streets for me personally one human beings take top priority of like of course they do like the person that i'm able to interact with and yeah. have a conversation with team people man and connect with yeah yeah that takes a higher part does it uh, is a dog on the same level as a human being to me no okay. it's not yeah I like do it. i love my dogs absolutely yes do. yeah i miss bo and bella back in arkansas yeah. so much yeah. like i love every single dog i come in i come into contact but if with. you have your sister and a dog and you got to pick one has to die yo guess who i'm choosing yeah like i like I, what the fuck yeah like it's an easy choice <laughs> and anyone with that but like what i what i was saying was this was hey if you feel that strongly about it you don't need to like attack the people there you need to go to your congressman of honestly course. if you feel that strongly about it you run you run on that as your ticket yeah and you make the change yes it's great for you to like sit here and complain about me yeah all right sweet if you really believe it then like go enact some change yes and i don't mean like inconveniencing other people's day no i mean hey you come up with a solid plan yeah. you put in the work you put in the time and you actually put something get people behind your idea and then you get elected to office and you fight on that exactly do the exactly thing. yeah and you and you have to and, and what i do words from, it's, it's words without action or meaningless. absolutely yeah. and that's a great point and I, what i do like about all of this is that um you know we do live in this pc culture right we live in this pc world right now um and some people are like ah fucking just shut the fuck up right and other people are like well no this is how we got to do it right but yeah what it does is I hear, it, it I hear pushes society in a direction um i'm reading this book on the comanches right and if you go back to the 1840s 1850s 1860s 1870s the life that these people lived back then even the united states of america right we can't even fathom the shit that they went through on a day-to-day -day oh, basis, right? Zero. Um, I'm the whitest person you'll ever meet in your life. If you're watching this in this video, like I am, like yeah. the white balance is way <laughs> off because of me. But but it's it's yeah. it's just we are enacting change by having these conversations. Um, but if people realized what people went through just a hundred years ago, 150 years oh, ago, it, go back to go back. I mean, hell, just like go back to the fifties. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's for black Americans a, in this country. Like it's, it's, it's it, disgusting. It is. Yeah. It is. But these conversations and these movements, um, although I don't believe in every single one of them, it yeah. does open people's eyes, ears, hearts to start thinking about change, right? So, no, it's not your parents' fault, right? There are so many other steps. No, I, 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 and <laughs> I, I, I have never been the one to be no, like— No, I know you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's just stupid. But whatever. All right, we're mm. going to get off this topic real quick. Well, but, well I was going to say, yeah. uh, just real quick, for those who care my mother— yeah. um, Well, I was going to ask that. that uh, she, so she's a therapist, uh, and that 
lady, like I get my energy from her. Like yeah. I get the logical side from my dad. Um, I have one brother. He's studying to take his CPA this summer. Like wow. I was the black sheep of my family. Yeah. Like, Dad, go. I want to work in entertainment. <laughs> I still remember the look on his face. Like my junior year of college, like I just got into like the theater program. And and I was like, Dad, like I think I like want to go to LA and like, you know, work in entertainment. And I remember like you think of about like a guy whose whole history has been law enforcement. Yes. And I remember he had lunch when in my college town, we were hanging out with the family, and his face goes. <laughs> So you want to move to LA, don't you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I, 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 I really do. Like I really want to give this shot. All right. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah, though. No, like it's it's just so opposite of a world than what he comes from. He hasn't been back to LA since I moved out here. Since and he helped me move out. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's not it, that he doesn't love no. me. It's just not his thing. It, it, like, of course. Fine. Yeah. But just he, like the farm isn't my thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, but for for your father and your mother to still understand and be open and oh, not absolutely. say no, you can't do this. Right. Now, they've supported me in everything that I I've ever wanted to go for, and that. Uh, I am so blessed to have that. And that's huge. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is so important to an individual story. I mean, I hope I'm half the dad. My, uh, I'm hope, I hope I am half the father my dad was to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Respect, so like, bro. I know, love that. Like, I love that. I, like God couldn't have given me a better family. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, you know, in Arkansas, in, in Hope, Arkansas, to just kind of dial, dial it back uh, and get back to your story, it's like, uh, you know, growing up with your father, the there's going to be many rabbits we chase. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> it's my ADHD brain. No, it's we're both on that same tip, but yeah. uh, I've got to be able to sometimes dial it back. There's a reason I take so much out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we could go down that rabbit hole, but we'll go. Oh, we well, don't worry. We'll, we'll wait till later. Yeah. Um, for for you with your father, um, you know, being the chief of police, your mom being a therapist, um, did your dad or did you get, you know, were you more cautious about the things that you did or were you more rebellious because of that? Oh, so, okay. So the best way that I could summarize myself is this. It's um, like, especially in my like early childhood, early childhood, like I was just this young, fun kid, like probably was given more serotonin, serotonin than he should have been given, <laughs> like bouncing off the walls, ADHD. Here was the, the extremist thing, not the extremist thing, but like the extreme thing about me. Like I was, I had so much energy as a child, like when I was an infant to like hell high school you either loved me or you hated me. There was no in between either like, damn, this guy is like so much fun or God, I can't fucking stand him. <laughs> like, and it, that's, it was that black and white, like, and you could see it. And I think like, I have been so extremely naive in the best ways to certain things about life that I think there's like a connection that people get from that. I don't, I, I don't For know sure. what it is. Like yeah. whether it's just like, I like to think I'm an earnest person. Like, and I, I hope people pick up on that, but um, I don't know. Like I've always just had a thing about people, and that. there was always, and I was very blessed that there was many more people who liked me than didn't. But yeah. don't get me wrong, like <laughs> there's a lot of people who don't. Yeah, uh, and that's okay. You're not meant to put on this world to vibe with every single person. No, you're not. No, you find the people that fuck with you, and you keep them close, and 
make sure that you stay close with them and you yes. have their back and they have yours and yeah. that's who you keep around. You have to. That's I, life. Like, I, I can totally relate to what you're saying because I was the ADHD kid who bounced off the fucking walls. Oh, dude. And it was either two people, people that fucking loved me and appreciated me for who I was or people that just didn't fuck with me. And, yeah. for, and for the longest time, even just up until recently, I never understood why people don't like me. I'm such a fucking nice guy. I'm like, I'm, I'm outgoing. I'm talkative. I'm, you know, this, that, and the other. Uh, but that can be put off by some it people. It can be. And Especially like people who are very like logical or analytical. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But like there's a guy I sit by at work. I, he hates my fucking guts. <laughs> and that's, and that's his problem though. No, no, no. But like, okay, so it's not. So like that's just part of the human experience. Of course. Of course. I think, I think he is the smartest person at my company. Like hands down. I, there are things about him that I wish I was more like. Like, I admire that guy so fucking much. It's to a point I was like, damn, like, I really want this person to be my friend because yeah. maybe it's selfish. Like, I could gain a lot of knowledge from him. No. Um, but, like, it goes back to that thing. Like, at the end of the day, you're not meant to vibe with every single person. No, you're not. But it is still that individual's problem because you're sitting here speaking very highly of him. And if the roles well, there were been, reversed. I'll say this. There have been times I haven't. Like, uh, like, and that's and I think that's fair, whether that's, like. Respect. Yeah. Well, like, look, if, if, the, if the tables were turned, right? Yeah. Like, I would want someone to be honest. Like, at first, when I came in day one, I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking dick. Fuck yeah. this dude. All right, you fucking nerd. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Like. I get that. And no, like it takes, like, and honestly, one thing I'm very grateful for, especially from like the, some of the people I work with, it's like they've loved me through a lot. And now because of those experiences, I've gotten to a point, dude, I really admire this guy. Like I, like I, I think he's smart as fuck. And like, I, I hope I have half the knowledge that, that he does. Yeah. Um, but is, is he going to be the guy I grab a beer with? Absolutely not. Yeah. He's going to be the guy that I see for, 10 to 14 hours a day because like that's part of life yeah. for all you kids who want to work in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to dip out and I'm going to see him Monday through Friday and that's going to be it. Like that's just what it will always be. Yeah. Like am I, he's, is he going to be the guy that I'm like, dude, I just want to pick your brain and learn a lot from you. No, because that's going to piss him off. Of course. No. But that's all right. I, I keep my ear open when I sit next to him. And like, yo, that's how I'm going to learn from him. You notice that and you take from it uh, what you will and then you move on because yeah. not everyone is going to be able to relate or tolerate you, right? And But that's uh, true for, that's that's true true for, for everybody. everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone. It's a universal truth. I it is, like. it is. But yeah. to be able to understand that and not think that it's me, 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 uh, and just understand that some people just don't vibe yeah, and, and that's, that's okay. That's okay. But still having that respect for one another. And even though you're like in the beginning, you know, whatever the fuck happened uh, all this time later. Well, it's just you personality. Can see it's not like there was this like massive fight. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. But whatever the fuck it is to then be able to understand, relate, respect it and move on from it. And, and that's just life. Do you think this comes uh, to you because your mother was a therapist? Maybe. I don't know. Like my mother's always been. Okay, so I have this belief that like if you want something, you go to the opposite sex parent. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Wow. Know, I don't know. That's just my theory. Like when you were a kid and you wanted twenty dollars to like take someone out. Dang, I hit the mic. I apologize. Right. Um, if you were like a kid and you wanted to ask for twenty bucks to like go see a movie with someone, who would you ask? I, like for me, it was my mom, and like I think that's the pattern I uh. see because like you'd be like, Mom, like I really want twenty dollars yes. to take this like girl out. I get that. Like my dad was like the penny pincher. It was like, nah, like he's he's the authority. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh man, let me see if I can like talk to my mom first. He's like, 
on my side yeah. and on my same emotional wavelength. Like, <laughs> but like, it, which is dumb because like I knew if like I went to my dad and yeah, you want to take a girl out? Absolutely. Like yes. looking yes. back, I see that. But like, I think when you're a kid, uh, yeah, you go the opposite sex parent. So um, mm, I think now, and especially maybe because like my mom's a therapist and like we're similar with our emotions. Like if I have a problem, she's the first one I go to. Yeah. My dad's like more analytical and at, and at the same time, like while there's so much value in that and it's gotten to the point where like I've started to call my dad more with questions. Okay. Especially like with my professional career. Um, yeah, no, like if I ever just need, like I need to connect on a human level, it, go, is, it goes to my mom. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good to be able to notice that. And I, I think that it's fantastic that your parents um, kind of just like both sides of the coin. And what that does is it instills uh, both sides of the coin to you as a person. Right? Yeah. Because we are a, a lot of times a direct product of our environment, the way that we are growing up. Uh, and I do love when I hear people and they, they, they share their stories and their parents were just fucking awesome, you know, regardless Dude. of the up and down of roller coaster of life. Right. But, uh, your parents yeah. are still together after all this time. Yeah. Right? Um, and you know, that's something that's crazy. I, I know without a shadow of a doubt, my parents will never be divorced mm. ever, ever, ever. How long have they been together? Shit. Like, <sighs> like probably like 30 35 years now okay yeah jesus i don't when did they get married they they had so it was six years i was born in 91 okay. they tried six years to have me man you do the math i'm yeah. not good with yeah, that. yeah yeah i get it yeah 1980 1986 or 1985 85. then yeah yeah, yeah. 85 so, damn that's uh yeah definitely when quite, i do booking sheets seriously i'm just yeah. like on the calculator <laughs> on my phone i'm like what what's one 125 plus 10 oh yeah it's 130 <laughs> yeah well i mean now especially we have calculators and all of that well, oh dude i'm so tied i'm so tied to this thing i get like when my so like i had to spend i told you earlier i i had to spend 200 dollars that i really didn't want to spend this morning yeah. or i could just think of a million ways to spend two hundred dollars in a more fun way for sure like when my phone was dead for like that hour and a half this morning and i had to go get the screen fixed so it'll light up yes i was just like fuck like how do i get in contact with anybody isn't that crazy though it's because nuts. We... what do i send a carrier pigeon uh, no you can't yeah world not... war one and <laughs> yeah. was like, hey guys and we're trying to cross uh, yeah. the german line <laughs> and these have only been out for 11 12 years i know it's not i mean cell phones have been out for a long uh, you Yo, know, shout quite out, some time but... shout out tim cook like yeah no 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 steve jobs fuck that i mean hey uh tim is compounding on everything yeah but steve jobs is the guy that created the fucking it is know, steve it is steve yeah, so. I, was, I was just trying to make it modernize i apologize <laughs> Rest in peace, Steve. Yes. You're, you're yeah, yeah. Well, he's one of my fucking idols for sure. Man, he um, was a dick. Yeah, though. he was a dick. Not because yeah. I was just about to say that. Man, he Not was because a of dick. his personality, I mean, because of his ingenuity and just marketing. Of course. Just, uh, it's yeah. like if someone was like, man, Ari yeah. Emanuel, he's the yeah. greatest yeah. guy in the world. Ah, <laughs> uh, is he though? Well, if you're uh, Dana White. Yo, no, <laughs> yeah, if you're Dana White, if you're Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah. then yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but like, yo, hey, you're going to come in. Hey, man, you're going to be the SVP. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Hey, you remember how I promise you that job peace out <laughs> you want to get the story you just go to deadline <laughs> and that's how it is okay so ever since you were younger did you know that you wanted to get in the entertainment industry? uh i think um like that was so like video games and movies tv was always my escapism if i had like a great day i like i was so like with friends we would always play video games do this do that like it, video games were like central like i'm talking original xbox days yeah. like my first console was an N sixty four. Damn, I'm definitely very older first than you. game was Mario Kart. Okay, what was your Super game. Nintendo? No Nintendo. 
Oh, yeah, Super Nintendo. Oh, no, oh the, regular the, Nintendo? Yeah, Nintendo? Yo, dog, not, yeah. I'm not trying to yeah. age anybody. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what that looks yeah. like. <laughs> really? I don't even know what it... I know the Super Nintendo. Oh, that, that was like the, my first yeah. memory. That was I know the there was one. that one where people played Pong back in the day. That was Atari. Atari, that yeah. was it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, man. Okay, yeah, fuck you. I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm like six. It's all right, man. This thing's over. Yeah. Like, fuck this, this. I'm only like five, six years older than you, but uh, yeah. in, in that time frame. Okay, so yeah, uh, video games. You video thought games, that was movies, it. TV. Was like that was like, and especially like growing up in Arkansas. Like, there's not shit to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, like oh, I don't want to like throw in a mad dip and like go like fucking ride around <laughs> in a truck. Actually, the favorite thing to do when we were in high school was like. Uh, smoke a blunt, drive around, and just freestyle. There we go. Oh, white boys freestyling, man. The you stereo- still freestyle? I try sometimes. Man, it's not good. It's not good, but it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, man. See, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make your like peop- the listeners' ears bleed. All right, so um, I'm driving around, smoking a blunt, and freestyling. But did you think that video games were going to be your career uh so like i always like this is a firm belief about myself it's also yeah. part of my like my pitch like i want to be the charles king of video games what does that even mean so charles king was a gentleman who okay. um he worked at william morris for 17 to 19 years right. made his way from an agent at william morris all the way up to a partner um and then he eventually said hey i have the money and i have the relationships i need i'm gonna start creating the projects that i want to create now his is a lot more like on a grander scale, more important because he said, "Oh, I'm going to make films. I'm going to I'm going to create films that are about black stories with black leads wow. and put that out into the world. That's so honorable. I want to do the same thing, except I want to make video games into movies. There yeah. we go. And it's like, oh wow, he had this like thing. I was just like, I just thought video games were cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but- the Mass Effects, the Fallout's, the um, Bioshocks, the Far Cries. Like those, I think, are just great properties." that people want to see in films. Like, you have Halo coming out on Showtime. You have Lionsgate, who's doing Borderlands right now. That shit's, like, that's... I I think there's real value in that. And we see the past of that not translating well. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say, right? Yeah, like, what? The the best one was uh, uh, Angelina Jolie and Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. That was probably, like, the biggest one. And all the boys were like, damn, Angelina's hot. Like, uh." (laughs) And, um... (laughs) But man, like you take like comic comic book movies back in the day, they also flopped. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what's the highest yes. grossing films now? Uh, Endgame, right? <laughs> yeah, full. Yeah. It's just what beat out Avatar or yeah. Titanic. Avatar, One of those, yeah. And, uh, both James Cameron. Exactly. Oh no, no. Well, yeah, James Cameron did both of them. Um, Shout out James. Yeah, fuck. Man. Great that, name. Yeah. I'm a fan yeah. of the Jameses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was definitely something that was instilled in you personally. I just- like I just so like that was my escapism, like. Oh, and I think we were talking about, like, who I was in high yeah. school. So, like, here was kind of, like, my trajectory. I'm going to tie it back into the video game. So, like, in high school, I was that super emotional guy. Like, oh, my God, why doesn't this girl like me? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, that, like, pussy-ass bitch that yes. we all like. <laughs> Sorry, like, that like, pussy-ass pussy bitch. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, wow, you're really sweet. Man, <laughs> is, a, is a female going to be attracted to you? Not really. No, um, they like confidence. Exactly, and I had zero of that in high school. Yeah. I, I was just hypersensitive. Yeah. Like, I was a good time. Like, I had all this energy, and, like, I did my thing, but... Nah, like that was, that's not it, man. So I remember I graduated high school and I went to college. I went to, I went to university of Arkansas where I, I didn't know anybody like nobody from my high school or hell, even my area 
they were they they were going to go to like a community college or they're going to go to a trade school. I was like, if I'm going to go in state, I'm going to go to like the university of my state. I want the big school experience. I graduated with 20. Like Damn. me being a very social Damn. human being, that was hell on earth. <laughs> like I have to like if you got in a fight with someone in my high school, you would literally have to go out of your way to where everybody sees it to avoid somebody. Holy yeah, shit. it's it's, it's it, it was asinine. That's nuts. So when I went to college and I went to this big school, like I was I was a fraternity. Like anyone who's listening, you would have hated me freshman sophomore year of college. I was frat boy <laughs> douchebag. What's up, bro? We're getting fucking lit. Like, but like, I remember, like, I get there his first few weeks, and like, some, like, my roommate was like, he was like, hey man, you, you should probably think about like rushing or something. Like, you don't know a lot of people, and yeah. it's a good way to like, even if you don't go Greek, you're gonna like meet a shit ton of people. Maybe something. You're a social guy. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, sweet. Like, I'll think about it, and I did it. And I remember I was standing outside of. The fraternity house that I eventually joined, Sigma Nu, uh, University of Arkansas, shout out. Um, And I remember, I I was still feeling that way, and I met one of the guys who was eventually my pledge brothers, uh, Mason Bodie, Dallas, Texas. He was the first guy I talked to, like, outside that house. Great name. And he was going, it's a fantastic name. I think think he's doing well for himself. That guy's married. Like, that was the guy, I was like, if anyone's not getting married, it's him. He's he's married. He's doing great for himself. No, he's the only one that I know of that successfully made it out of the friend zone. Like, he's married to his best friend. And, like, that's dope as fuck. Wait, what about me, fool? I've been with my wife for 16 years. Yo, that's true. At the same time, like, when was the first time I met you? Like, a year? Two days ago. Oh, Oh, two days ago. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just talking with you. I I was talking with him. Um, and I was like, oh, like that guy's the man. Like he was like, all right. Well, like, I guess he had some other people, but like, dude, you're dope. Like, uh, like if I know anyone, like I'll definitely put in a good word. I was like, all right. Like I don't know what that means, but like tight. And I remember, like I was standing there in that moment. I was kind of like by myself, like kind of just like being introspective. And I was like, oh shit, no one knows me here. I can be whatever the fuck I want to be. And that was when, like, in that thirty seconds, something flipped, and I went from super emotional kid in high school to. Fuck yeah, dude. I am overconfident. If anything, like I'm in this bitch. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, and that provided a lot better results, at least when it came to women. Yeah. But like yeah. when it, but like for me and like my soul, and honestly, just in the sense of being a good, decent human being, yeah. no, that doesn't serve that purpose. Not at all. What happened was freshman, sophomore year, did my thing. I found my core group of friends, like my four or five ride or die people. Like, I'm sad that I don't get to see them more, um, but like they're in Dallas, Texas, doing their thing. Uh, I'm the only one who moved to Los Angeles, really, and uh, yeah, they um, like I found my like core group of people, and then like junior year, I was just like, all right, well, like, I got my friends, like I'm gonna do my thing. Like I, I was being extra as fuck, yeah. like, and then that's when I was like, yo, hey, like I'm gonna join the theater program. Um, did that, and like the theater program, the University of Arkansas. Like, so if it's a pendulum, like left side, super emotional. All right. Then I went to the right side, frat boy dick. Theater is what like leveled me yeah, out. Yeah. I like yeah. That. I like that. And like, that's what made me me. And that's, and I'm still growing, but like, yo, that's what like, hey, all right. Now I know who I am. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can appreciate that because as a kid, right, we have to go through these experiences that then eventually allows us to become the person that we are and to be able to realize that, you know, um, in, for, for you now looking at, at your life, what, you're 27? Uh, 28. 28, right? Yeah. Um, 
to be able to go from, you know, super sensitive uh, kid to then all the way to the other side and then just bring it back, right? Well, we all find that thing that evens us out. Um, But I guess, like, I gave that whole story because, like, so me in high school being super emotional, like, why doesn't this girl like me? Like, why can't, like, why isn't this right? Oh, of course. My escapism was video games. Yeah. Like, yo, I could play Mass Effect, be Commander Shepard, and I'm that fucking badass that, like, I think I am in my head, but I'm not. Why am I not that? But, like, for five to seven hours playing that video game, I could escape, yeah. and I could be that. Yeah. And I could I could be this, like, badass person. And I just think, and, like, that's me, like, being a little bit maybe too emotionally honest. No. But, like, no. uh, well, it's, um, but, like, I think those stories resonated with me so much. And I know that they've resonated with millions yeah. of people like me. Yeah. I just, I, I, and maybe I'm just a little old school and like, I remember watching Saving Private Ryan, uh, like the Spielberg aspect of me being, yo, I like, I don't know what this is, but I want to do it. I remember watching Oh Brother, Where Art Thou saying like, Jesus Christ, like I love this film. It's great. I want to do that. And it was actually the very first one that I watched where I said uh, that I want to work in entertainment was Denzel Washington's Man on Fire. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I was like, Man, I don't know what this is, but I want to do that. <laughs> and then, like, I went back. Like, I think I was, like, 13, 14 when I first watched that film. And uh, then, I, like, I went back, like, two years ago and watched it. I was like, oh, this movie isn't as good as I thought yeah, it was. Of course, of course. Like, in my, in my childish head, I was like, this is a prestige film. How was it not nominated yeah. for an Oscar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went back and I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, a lot of things when we're younger. Um, I, I want to touch base on, you know, we come, uh, at least I, I do for sure, come from a generation of parents who uh, would get fucking pissed at their kids playing video games but if like if oh they spent yeah five hours playing video games oh my god fuck that but if they wanted to do five hours playing baseball or basketball oh. then it's fucking okay there we are yes that i told you my dad was a baseball dad but like now yeah. we're starting to see that video games I mean, you see some of these kids that are just, I mean, they're making massive lives for themselves. Massive amounts of money. Where was the fucking Twitch at when I was fucking 12 and 13? Jesus Christ. I would have been all over that shit. So do you think... Now I hate it. Like, now I'm like my (laughs) dad and like, fuck those people. Do something with your life. But but, but are they? Are they... Kind of. Like, all right, so like... If it's baseball, it's okay, but if it's that, it's not. So let me play Devil's Advocate right Right? quick. Another movie that... uh, Devil's Advocate is Al Pacino's most underrated film, by the way. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It is fantastic. Which Uh, is... Devil's Advocate. Oh, Devil's Advocate. I just... Yeah. yeah, But fucking... Um, (laughs) No, so all right, here's like my catch-22. So like work-wise, sweet. I know what to do with that. Like I can take this person and elevate that brand and like make money. When it comes to like something that really adds value to the world and like... By that, I mean when it adds value to someone's life. Yes, it does give people a sense of escapism. It does. And, like, there's something like, man, I really I, – I don't know any Twitch stars. So, like, I'm just going to be like, yo, man, like, this guy, like, is really fucking sick. Like, and I have a lot of fun when I do it. I get that feeling. But at the end of the day, like, what are you contributing? What like, about baseball? Yeah. What about baseball, you're not, you're not. But, like, at the same time, I think there is something that, like, and maybe there's, like, and maybe this is where my disconnect is, and I can honor that, yeah. of, like, yeah, social media is the strongest form of, like, interaction in today's society. Yeah. Uh, you can connect with someone that you would never be able to connect with regardless. I remember... Like the Instagram when I was in eighth grade was Facebook's hot or not. Okay. When you yeah. were like swipe or I'm sorry, the Tinder yeah. back in my day was Facebook's hot or not. And you would swipe right, swipe left. And like that was the first time anyone ever thought of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I just, I, 
maybe I'm just becoming that old man now where it's, okay, great. Like, I want to have an impact on people. I want to make sure that I'm contributing something. I want to make sure that I'm on a team. And one thing that I'll say about baseball or like sports activities, it really gives you that sense of like working together. So baseball is actually a great example. Baseball is an individual sport and a team environment. So is video games though. They have these massive teams and they're the individual and team. Kind of, but like you what? can still, but like, you, all right, so like, all right, so like, let's take Halo, for example, because sure. we both grew up on Halo, right? So like, let's say you're doing a competition of Halo. It's a four person team versus a four person team or whatever the number is. And yo, hey, you can say you have this role, you have this role, this you have this role on this map. We're doing this. We're gonna strategize. Yo, baseball is literally like your performance better be top notch, and the other eight players' performance on that field better be top notch. Yeah. Yo, you can't strategize that shit. You have an off day. You could tank a game. At the same time, it's the same thing as it's the same thing as yo. One person has a great day; they could win the whole thing. Yeah. So I think that's why I mean like an individual sport in a team environment. But also we have like you know the NBA games and the and like like uh, video games and yeah. like the baseball video games. And I don't know. I just Yo, like I'm this, not knocking video. I know, games, I know. Yeah. I'm just I'm playing the opposite side of you because I love. I'm, it. I'm in the middle anyway. So, I love it. Um, but, but I just like to stimulate conversation um, because I do believe though that we are moving into this digital realm that human beings will eventually be cyborgs and that we will then eventually be all interconnected, right? And that's just like fucking. So, what, so can you? Can you define that for me? Okay, so when you walk down the street or you walk in a mall, right? right. Um, you see human beings, but they, they're on their phone. Da, 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 they're on their yeah. phone. Da, 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 da. Oh, dude, I'm addicted right? to that thing. A hundred years from now, what's to say that that phone isn't going to become part of us, right? Uh, it's, in your, it's a chip in your head, right? actually. And then a thousand years from now, we're all interconnected, like the World Wide Web. Yeah. Um, it's possible. It is. I mean, I believe I know, that the possible. next phase of evolution is not going to be we're going to grow a fucking horn out of our ass. We are going to merge with technology. Yeah. And the only way to compete with AI is to merge with that said technology. See, and I don't I, like maybe maybe this is me putting my own thing into it. Like, I don't think that's as nefarious as people make it out to be. Um, I, I think there's I think that's a great service, honestly. Like if someone were to be able to come up with a chip that they could say, hey, I'm going to put this, like, on the side of your temple, yeah. and, like, every single capability on your phone is going to be in that yeah. chip, and all you have to do is, like, scroll your eye up to, like, yes. scroll something or, like, whatever. You just have to have a thought, like, oh, scroll yeah. down. I think that, I see that as a positive. It is a positive. Like, okay, so, like, I'm religious. I, I have my beliefs. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ is my Lord and Savior. Respect. Like, yo, but, like, one thing I think Christians trip, trip about, I do think a one-world government is a smart idea. I, I think a basic universal law yeah. like and i'm not saying of like this crazy regime that like like that does evil things no. you're not allowed to murder people yeah, yeah. that's a universal law yes. yes hey there should be a universal minimum wage yes everyone across the world should make a minimum standard yeah. living and like those sort of things I see the positive in I that. I do too. And I don't see, like, and I get it. Like, like to my, to the people who believe the same as me, well, that's a sign of the end times. <laughs> How could you ever want that? Because I want fair, fairness and decency for, for everyone. everyone. For everyone. Yeah. And that's not a very American thing to say. I can, because like, it's like, oh, like you're fighting, but you're not really doing anything. And I'm like, all right, touche. Um, but like, I just that thought of like Christianity is like, oh, you got to stay away from a one world government, blah, 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 blah. like the Alex Jones yep. type mind, mind <laughs> state. 
it's it's asinine. It's asinine. I, like I agree. I do. So what do you think agree. Interpol is? Like yes. Jesus Christ is an international organization of police. Like <laughs> I I get it. I get it. And you're talking it from talking I, about I it do, from the positive side. And I right? do think there should be a one world currency. Yep. That Bitcoin. Makes, Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in the blockchain, <laughs> but I do. I do believe that there is like there has to be something to where. Yo, this has to work. That I allows guess. us to all interconnect with one, regardless if it's Bitcoin, Ripple, or some one currency that we don't know about. But yeah. we are all interconnected via the internet. Some governments, um, you know, obviously block uh, certain things, right? Well, yeah, I mean, because um, they're, it's, it, they're in the business of control. Yes. And you know what? That's actually, that's actually something I was thinking about on the drive over here was like, yo, every single person, every single entity, every single company everyone comes from how do I gain power in a situation? And there is nothing wrong with that. The thing that makes it wrong is if you lack to, is the lacking of empathy. That's the thing. So like, yo, Hey, do I want leverage in this conversation with you? Absolutely. I do. Do I want to control the narrative? Duh. Everyone does. At the same time, like I have to be open and honest about everything that I say, because that's what, a human connection is there's nothing wrong with wanting to gain power there's nothing wrong with that at the same time to shut your eyes and to turn your ears off to what other people are going through that's the evil thing yeah yeah Yeah, i get that that's my no 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 no, dude that's my two cents on it respect dude respect 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 all right um and i totally agree with you and now we're gonna bring it back to your story okay so you went through um this point in your life where you're starting to gain confidence, right? Which is in college, right? Yeah. The first two years. Then you get into theater. What was that like to decide, okay, I'm going to try this theater thing? Did people make fun of you? Was it? Honestly, no. Like, people were like, yo, like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, yo, hey, as long as you're, uh, uh, oh, what's his fucking name from Entourage? Not Ari Gold, but uh, uh, Vince. Okay. Yo, you're going to be the Vince and Chase dog. Yeah. Like, what's up? And I'm like, nah, like, I don't think I look like that. I think the best I got is I'm going to be a character actor and I'm good. (laughs) Like, that's just what it is. Um, But, like, I was very lucky to have very, very, very supportive people uh, in my life. And I think that's one thing that, like, I'm decent at. And it's the reason I want to work in entertainment. It's it's a people business. And I love people. Like, that's what I want my life to be about is other people. Um, And what? I work at an agency, right? What is Honestly, for anyone who's listening in middle America and you're like, oh, a talent agent gets you a job. Kind of, yeah. But what do you think an agency is? We're a sales agency. We just sell people in an ethical way. We're not selling people like El Chapo did. (laughs) Like like we sell a dream. So how do I sell something that you can't touch, taste, feel, or smell? And if you do any of those things, you're going to be arrested. Yeah. It's based off the relationships that you have within the industry that you work in. Yeah. And I will say this. I make it about entertainment because maybe I'm ethnocentric in the sense of that's what I work in. That is true for every single other industry as well. 100%. I don't care if you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or if you're a drug dealer on the streets. Yeah. That is, that is, I feel like that's a universal truth with, throughout it. It is. How, how, are, how do people perceive you? How do you make people feel when you sit down with them? And are you a person of your word? That is a constant throughout anything. And I think it's it's imperative to like, yo, when if and if you're like in your life, like trying to figure out what you're passionate about, those are the three things you have to ask yourself. Like with whatever you do decide, hey, this is what I'm passionate about. Okay, so like how do I get there? Who is the person that I want to be? What is my specialty gonna be? And I know my specialty is hey, 
from the very first few months I worked at an agency, I, I've been a signing agent. That's that's always been my specialty. I can excite someone. Yes. I can do my thing. I can, hey, like people have fun with me. I need to learn to be a covering agent. That's what that's what I, the season of my life that I'm in now. Um, but for me, the thing about it is, has always been people. And I don't know, like that's that's the thing that makes it. That's why I'm in my office as long as I am. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the thing that definitely connects us all, right? It's it's those individual um, connections that we make. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in, right? From right. your industry to the hair industry to the um, tech industry to this, that, and the Insert other industry, name right? Here. Yeah. right? Right? It's, it's, it's about building those connections, right? right. Um, and... Well, not just connect. Uh, I don't know. Connections sometimes, like for me, that word is like connections. Means like, hey, if yeah, I have that but connection, that's not what yeah. I'm talking no, no, about. no, I hear you. Like, what I would use is like, hey, relationship. Having a good relationship, and what is um, when you break down what a relationship is, what is that? Yeah, it's open and honest communication. Yes. I understand. Hey, this is part of life, and you should have loyalty to certain entities and certain people in your life. You should have that loyalty. That's why I always say. I want to be a person who is as all who can who will always be as honest as I can be. Yeah. I can't be an open book for everybody. Yeah. Honestly, you take your friends with that. Yo, like you're gonna I'm gonna be extremely open with my close friends. Yeah. Hey, this is what I'm going through. Hey, I need your advice on this. Hey, but like, am I gonna give that to every single person in this world? Absolutely not. Most people can't. Most, Absolutely not. Most people. There's can't. like a naivety about me. It's like, yeah, like I really want that to be true, yeah. but it's unfortunately it's not. You know, for me, um, I agree with you 110%. Uh, starting this podcast, I told myself I was going to be honest and real um, as long as it didn't uh, I think that's why it's resonating else. with people. And, and I think that's why you've been like people have been so willing to be on it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so, you. So like I think you've done really something really great with it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, dude, Mad of respect, bro. Um, all right. So so we're gonna bring it back again. Um, you. I told you we're gonna chase a lot yeah, of rabbits. I, that's I fucking yeah. love it, dude. I, I love it. Uh, and you said this. They're like, I don't know even know what this is about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said this conversation was gonna be boring. It hasn't been boring once. Second. It's not boring for me. No, we'll see what yeah, they say. Yeah, yeah. They're going to appreciate it. We'll see what they promise say. You. Um, so now you're at this point where you're in the acting. Uh, you're 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 going to was, school. Yeah. Um, then you're about to graduate. What the fuck happened? Yeah. So like I, I think I kind of mentioned it before. Like there was a time like right when I first got into theater. Like I was doing some student films just to like get some training and like do my thing. Excuse me. Um, and like I had that conversation with like my mom and my dad. I was like, hey, like this is what like I'm really passionate about and I want to make this move. And uh, they supported me in that. They loved me through it. They helped me. They've been the most supportive people in my life. And that's something I will be eternally grateful for. I, and I hope I can repay them one day. Um, it's by doing good. It's by yeah. being fucking well, of course. kicking ass. That's how you repay your parents. And yeah, and I, um, yeah, this is, I think in a way, it's what I've always wanted to do. And so like, I would be, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to be on my deathbed looking back one day, man, I wish I did that. No, man, I wish I would have given it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. No regrets, man. I think that unfortunately a lot of people live their life, um, with a lot of regrets and there's, there's two types of regrets, right? There's a regret where you can look back at your life and go, ah, fuck, I wish I could have done that and still have the opportunity to do it. right? Right. And, 
you should fucking do it, right? Of course. And then there's the other type of regret. If you have a dream, go for it. Like, you're going to hate yourself uh, one day if you don't. Of course, on that deathbed, right? And then there's the other regret where there is, at this point, right, if you're 50 years old and you're like, I wish I went to college. Uh, I I wish I would have went to college to have um, been a part of the frat experience, right? Uh, Chances are you're not going to be able to do that at 50 years old. If you wanted to go to college to go to college, well, then you can definitely still do that, right? Yeah. uh, well, that type of experience. I mean, it's like, regret, yo, like if, like, I, if I'm, if I'm 50 and I'm like, man, like I wish I would have really went into the army. They're going to be like, sorry, yeah, man, exactly. like you're about to pass that time. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a better way to yeah. put it, right? Because man, college. I really wish I was a soldier. Yeah. They're yeah, going to be yeah, like, well, yeah. dude, like the time's kind of passed. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, sure. like, thanks for the support. <laughs> of course. And that's it. That's totally it. And so those two types, two types of regrets, like one, Fucking go for it. Two, yeah. don't. And I guess the third is just shut the fuck up. If you have the ability to do it, do it. If you don't, then you have to move on from it. Yeah. Um, don't linger. Don't don't linger on something like. And I think, you know, we all have those things. Whether it's like someone we like, or yeah. if it's a job that we really want, or if it's like a feeling that we're having about something. Or we like, man, like, but like, I really want to do this. Like, yeah, have a passion about something, but also be able to read a room. Yeah. It's yeah. So important. Understand when, hey, something's not being reciprocated. Yeah. And it's okay that it's not. Of like, course. Now, like, in basic things, like, if you're being a good human being, someone, and like, they're abusing you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's something like, Leo, there's something you could, like, fam, like, you need to get out. Yeah. Like, go, leave, do anything yeah. you can. Don't be, don't be that person that's like, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, when you're like really tied to your like abuser or abuse, oh, abusive thing. Um, I know exactly. What yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of yes. it. People are gonna be like, it's this. Oh, yes, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, hey, sorry, I'm not in the same mind where I remember it. <laughs> um, but like, yo, if you have something, go for it. At the same time, don't be so hung up on this idea of what you think something is yeah. to where you sacrifice other aspects of your life. Yeah, so many people yeah. do that, though. I mean, I've, Yo, I'm guilty. I'm guilty, guilty of it. I'm Every guilty. single person is guilty of it. I'm so guilty of it. Uh, but as you get older and you start to realize things, you have to be true and honest with yourself. Yeah. Uh, that is so important, man. Um, as I've gotten older, one of the biggest things for me is to not be passive, right? Um, I had a, like, growing That's interesting. Up, well, I, I, growing up, I had a lot of roommates, right? I'm just using the roommate example. Yeah. Where uh, there was an issue. They left dishes out or something like that, right? And I wouldn't say anything. And then that small little thing then snowball yeah. into feel, a bigger thing, right, bigger, now thing, I get bigger, thing bigger thing, bigger thing, bigger thing, right? I'm using a small example yeah. to where I should have just said, hey, clean your fucking dishes, right? You can yeah. be nice. Like you can be you direct. You can definitely do nice, but, but, be but, but, but nice, but be nice because if you don't handle those small things, they do turn into bigger things. And so now I've started to realize like, no, just don't be passive towards people, right? You can be kind and respect, um, you know, respectful. But be direct. But yeah. be direct, be right? And you know what? And, and I, I can see aspects of my life where I need more of that. Yeah. And, I think everyone can, but once you acknowledge it, yeah, fucking just do it because you're gonna feel so much better about you will. Uh, your life. I promise you know what's kind of you know what's kind of crazy is I notice this like sometimes when like there's a person that you really care about, whether it's like a partner or like a family member, or whatever. Like and you, you know those moments where we just like, all right, fine, I'm gonna put it all on the table, yeah. like all my emotions. <laughs> I've definitely done done that with my boss once or twice. God bless her soul, she's been really great. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Jesus Christ, this kid. Um, <laughs> Like, but you get zero emotional validation from it. Yeah. Why is that? I have no. No, it is. But like, we've all had that moment of like, all right, I put my heart on the table. Why don't I feel good about it? Yeah, I don't. Know. I think I think that's kind of what you're speaking to. Yeah. It's like, hey, I wasn't honest and direct, and then I expressed myself in a way 
that is either one, unbecoming of who I am and not the person I want to be, yeah. or two, to where I've given away all the power in the situation. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it because um, you know you've gone so far uh, along where if you would have handled it in the beginning, yeah, uh, it would have it just wouldn't be been, this thing. It wouldn't be this yeah. thing, and now and it's then you build up thing. resentment in yeah. your own like self. Yeah, God, it's so true. And uh, I've noticed uh, it in my life. Yeah. yeah, we we all have to notice it. We all have to respect it. And you know don't... what? We have to like. That's the thing is like those moments are going to happen yeah. until the day we're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I I try. I preach it. I talk about it. don't be passive. Don't be passive. But of course, in my life, yes, I've gotten better at it. But are there things? Fuck yes. You know, it's and I think it's one of those things where you it, it goes back to reading the room. Hey, is this a moment where I really do need to address this? Yeah. That way I can do this. Or is it, it or is this a situation where if I come off too strong or if I come off too direct in this, I don't want to sacrifice like you know, it's kind of like a pick your battle type thing. Gosh, right? it's so true. Yeah, like so, like that's like the double edged sword with it. Yeah, it's um one of those things. Like, okay, is this? You got to see the other person where they're at. Like, hey, have they not done the dishes because like their mom's in the hospital? All right, sweet. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna make a deal out of that. <laughs> but like, are they not doing the dishes because they want to play video games for seven seven hours? Okay, then I'm gonna be like, yo, dude, you can spare thirty minutes. Yes. To fucking do the dishes and then go back to playing whatever game you're playing. Of course, yeah. it's it's so true, and it's like pick your battles. And, the, and those are both extremes but no like but it's true said, yeah. right it's, it's so true and it's like pick your battles i mean i'm starting to think of something on top of my mind right now where it's like my wife was just telling me about a about a situation that's going on yeah and i was like no you gotta fucking say it. you gotta say it and she's like no it's not no the, no, no, yeah. no no and for me my brain is like well no don't be passive but now i'm starting to realize it's a, no you pick and choose your battles yeah and well you have to and, and i think that's where we circle back to like and this is a season of my life i'm in it's like even when emotions are heightened, even when, like, it seems like you have all this stuff going on, you got to find a place to, like, show wisdom and things. Yeah. And I, honestly, I'm not saying this for anyone else. I'm preaching to the choir on it. It's like, I'm really, I need to learn wisdom in something. I can be the smartest person in the world. I'm not. Like, yeah. I'm way more charismatic than I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> than, than I am smart. But, um, Having wisdom in a situation is something that we can all learn. Yeah. That's something absolutely. that we can all do and train ourselves to be better on. Hey, if you came to me like as a friend, hey man, this is really pissing me off. And like I was oblivious to it. Like one instant like, or one way someone could take it is be really defensive. Some one way to take it is be really open and honest. Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah. Which like can be manipulative in itself. But then there's times, you know what? I didn't think about it that way. Would you mind if I took a moment to like really process it? Yes. That's showing wisdom. And that's a very basic example, I feel like. Um, and it's so easy to say here and now. Yeah. In the moment, it's way freaking, yeah. way fucking harder. Of course. Like, yeah. Because you feel like people are like pointing fingers at you and they're being an asshole Duh, to you, yeah. right? Where it's just Well, no like, one wants to be the loser. Like, no. we all hate losing. Yeah, no, we if all If anyone's do. like, man, I'm addicted to losing like, and has that Gary Vee mindset, <laughs> fuck that. No, losing sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. Like, it does. Yeah, like, maybe you're addicted to like what you learn from losing. Hey, I'm all about being addicted to learning. If you want to say, man, I love to lose. I'm like, you're a person I don't trust. No, it's, yeah. it, it's true. And, uh, you know, it makes me think of like, you know, all the successful entrepreneurs and businessmen that like, you know, some of the greatest lessons I've learned is from my failures. That, right? that, that I completely agree with. They will never say, oh my God, I fucking love to fail. Like, <laughs> that's just not, no. Man, no. I really love no. bullshit. Yeah, fuck off. Bullshit. Like, no, in that moment, 
win. And even in this moment yes. now, I wanted to win. Yes, of course yeah. you wanted to win. But I am smart enough to realize this is what I did wrong and this is what I'm going to do exactly. differently. That, that, that I can take that. Yeah, and that's wisdom that. right there. Yeah. That is wisdom. That's wisdom. Okay, so I want to, I'm going to get to the point of when you fully were moving to California. Okay. But I'm going to take a one-second break so I Let's can take a pee. Do your thing. Do you have to go pee? Uh, I will probably, yes, actually I shall. Oh, hi, editor. Stop. Nope, I'm not stopping. No, don't stop. Well, no, 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 no. This will be, this will all be cut out. I just, if I stop it, uh, and I don't pause the video, then it's weird on the editing. Yeah. Ah, well, you know what? Ignore this guy because I am so ignorant to everything. Hi. Oh. I've been living in hell when I'm inside you.
something out too I just, why what happened you breaking my shit yeah yep here give no me. i don't think i am right i just don't know how to work technology oh that's yeah i'm 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 an idiot no not not so much <laughs> there you go <laughs> a fucked yeah, with raspberry bitch all right all right all right all right fuck yeah okay so we're back um so i was asking about um the moment that you moved to california moved yeah into los angeles what did that feel like dude it was exciting uh i don't know like i was like i remember the, the feeling that i had i was like yes i'm finally here like this is exciting and then i think i stayed my and stayed in my apartment for three days <laughs> like <laughs> like i didn't know anybody i knew what actually i take that back i knew one person moving move, when i moved out here it was one fraternity brother my fraternity brother of mine that um he works in music and he does his thing and he had maybe been out here like a year or two more or longer than i had and uh he was like the first person and only person i knew um but yeah, then other than that, like, I just got here, started doing my thing. I think like most kids, uh, like I did it for like first two years, like the kind of like the 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 romanticism of like L.A. goes away. Yeah. Like you're like, yes, like I'm here, blah blah blah. Then like six months in, you're like, oh fuck, like I need a job. Like, yes, yes, man, dang, that savings did not last as long as I thought it would, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. So like I just started doing background work, man. It was easy, easy fucking money. I got really lucky. Um, I got Taft Hartley into the union on a show called, uh, the middle that was on ABC. I got one line. I said, are you okay? And I yes. uh, gave Eden share the Heimlich maneuver. Okay. Um, I got, and then like I kept on doing background work. I got lucky one more time and I, up, I got upgraded on a Fox show called bones again from doing background work, uh, where David Boreanaz was directing the episode and they had me in so like, you can go to my Instagram and see, and I can probably pull the picture of they like you wouldn't recognize me they had me in eight hours of makeup for three days Jeez. and it was on the last day he was like hey man you've been a good sport why don't you just yell bones like at the late at, at, at emily de chanel and uh, they're like yeah that's not making the cut we just wanted to do you a favor <laughs> <laughs> like you've been really chill about this process i was like oh well thanks like are you sure i'm gonna make the cut yeah we're pretty sure <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> and, oh, wait why <laughs> They're just like, yo, man, like, you seem like, <laughs> that's so stupid. Yo, you seem like a good kid. Like, here, it's it's the contract upgrades. Like, it's like you get a little bit more money, and but like, man, it's just not gonna be it. You've just been a good sport. <laughs> They're like, yeah. So like, yeah, 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 after yeah, yeah. that, like, holy shit. Um, continue talking. So no, do your thing. No, no, no. Yeah. No, I am going to do my thing. I don't need your permission. I'm a strong, independent woman. As I keep on hitting this with my bill. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, you are A-OK. A-OK. I had to turn my... Thank God that fucking only stopped when... Yeah, okay. So, um, but at that point, were you like, okay, I got to do something else? Um, no, like, so, like, at that point, like, I was, like, I remember I was driving off the Fox lot, and, uh, it was, Drake had just came out with views, and Still Here came on. Okay. This is, like, what, 2016, 2017? Yeah. And, 
like I was like, man, like I'm the man. Like this is so cool. Like <laughs> fuck yeah, like doing my thing. Like like uh, and I got my first agent after that, and then it was like a year and a half of nothing. Nothing. So I fell into the trap of, and I think a lot of like actors do this of like, man, once I get representation, all right, yes. like you do your thing. I'm just going to sit back and wait for it to roll in. That is not how it works. You still need to be out there hustling, doing your thing. Um, it's important to have a team that like pitches and like is active and like has relationships and does the thing. At the end of the day, though, like, yo, you shouldn't put that sole responsibility on a rep. Like, yeah. Not until you get to a point of where, like, you're actually, like, doing something. For sure. Yeah, like, if you have two co-star roles, that should not be, (laughs) that should not be your thought process. And that has to be hard. I mean, being an actor and actress, um, you know, going through those swings. It's hard because you, because, like, especially, like, if you're not from L.A., and you don't know how the business side of it works. Yeah. You have this, like, it's true for me, like, and it was true for me until I started working at an agency. Like, there was a naivety about it of, like, I don't know, you just, you don't know how it operates. Like, you don't know, like, the pathways to actually, like, getting this thing. Like, I thought when I first moved here, man, like, I don't know how to get into casting room. I don't know, like, how this, man, I'm just going to try to meet as many people as I can. And honestly, like, sometimes, like, when you're first starting off, that's your best bet. Just go out. Just meet people. Meet as many people as you can. I would say about 75% of the time, 80% of the time, the people that you talk with have some one or two degree connection to someone who works in entertainment in Los Angeles to some capacity. Is it one that's going to benefit you? Who knows? Just be a good fucking human being and like, hey, be passionate about something. And you know what? Don't mitigate yourself. That is the biggest thing that I could say. Don't be like, man, well, like, I'm really trying to be an actor, but I don't know. Well, dude, if you don't have confidence in yourself, then I'm not going to have confidence in you at yes. all. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just own your shit. Like, yo, hey, I'm an actor. Like, I'm doing my thing. I'm starting off brand new, but like, I'm really passionate about this. This is what I love. This is how I see myself. That excites me. It everyone does. knows what it's like to yes. first start off. Yeah. Everyone gets everyone, that. Everyone, everyone. Yeah. And that's such a great point. And that's like a great soundbite. It's like, if you don't have confidence in yourself, how can I have confidence in you? Exactly. Right? Um, Guess what? Like, at the end of the day, like, as much as, like, we want to talk about emotions and, like, being connected to human beings, like, yo, dude, if 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 I'm going to bring you into a business, like, if I'm going to, like, put – if I'm going to co-sign for you as an artist and you're the one undercutting yourself, expect, like – and I'm not saying like if you're Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. Like Brad could Brad Pitt could have whatever emotion he wants. Guess yes. what? He's still gonna fucking sell and can yeah. be connected to the film. But if you're a no name person, you're two months in L.A. or New York, wherever the hell you are, Atlanta, and you're just like, man, I just I, I don't know. Like I'm just really insecure. All right, tight. Like, dude, I hope you work through your shit. And yeah, and yeah. that's gonna be it. Well, yeah. what about would you do this? Well, like, why would I? Yeah, I, I mean, confidence. So what? So uh, you can walk loses. into a room that like I had to like get a favor for, and then you're gonna be super emotional, and you're not gonna know how to make your choices because you no. can't make a choice about your own goddamn life. No, it's yeah. <laughs> so true though. Yeah, no, and, and that goes to so many different, um, you know, jobs and so many different businesses and so many different uh, opportunities. I don't know. In your that's life. my current thought process. No, I still it's have true. a lot to learn. You do yeah. have a lot to learn, and we all have a lot to learn, right? Yeah. But. Uh, for an individual that is not cocky, 
but is confident in there's their a work. Yeah. There's a huge difference. And it's, it's just there's this attraction, you know, this energy that we put off that allows us to suck in these others and individuals. And oh, it's so, going to be funny. I'm definitely about to play yeah, devil's advocate yeah, when okay. we get back to the story. Okay. Oh, guess what? Oh, guess what oh, guy oh, I became? Oh, what? Guess what guy I became? Okay, was like, I got that hear. agent and yes, I was like, yeah, yeah. sweet. <laughs> I was like, man. I just don't know if I really want to be an actor, which was true. I didn't because like I had that feeling like, hey, like I don't this didn't bring me the happiness I thought. But for a good while there, I was that guy of like, well, man, like maybe I'm just like, oh, like, oh, like, just feel bad for me. Yeah. yeah. And like, dude, that is like that is a person I never want to be again. So like I just got another job and I started thinking about other things. And again, I'm very blessed to have some really great people in my life. And yeah, like I think I was working valet like the entire time. Working valet the entire time, and uh, I was just, hey, like, I'm interested in this. Like, I don't think acting's for me, but you know what? Like, I know I love film, TV, movies. Like, that's film, TV, movies. <laughs> I love film and TV. Like, I love video games. Um, like, like, I'm excited. I don't know what it is because I don't know it. I've been so separated from it. Like, I'm, I don't understand it, but I know I'm passionate about it, and I want to find something within it. Um so I was working valet, doing that for a while. I was actually got to a point where I was about to accept a job in Dallas, Texas, that one of my fraternity brothers got oh, me. Shit. Yeah, and um, I was very lucky that like right before that started happening, one of my good friends, Ashley, uh, who's married to one of my best friends, Sean, she's like, "Hey, like I know you're really passionate about this. Um, I'm going to connect you with my first boss and ever, and see if there's anything there." So I got my start working at ERE, which is called Ellen Racket and Entertainment. And uh, she was like the longest serving showrunner on the Oprah Winfrey show. Wow. She created Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz. We were working on Red Table Talk when I, I, she eventually hired me and gave me my first assistant job. Um, I am not passionate about unscripted television. <laughs> like, I was not the guy watching um, uh, The Hills, I think yeah. it was. Man, I really want to do that. <laughs> no, I was watching The Saving Private Ryan's, The yes. Man on Fires, The Oh Brother, Where Are Thou, and The Devil's Advocates. Like, that was like, yes, that's my. That's what I want to do. So, like, I'm very appreciative for all that. And um, actually, my mentor today is someone that we shared an office with while I was there. So, God really blessed me with with that individual, Simon. Um, he's he's great, and I'm and again, I'm very very lucky to have people like that in my life. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then, like, once I found out, hey, like, unscripted really isn't for me. So I put the job application out there, and then I landed at the company that I'm currently at. And man, it'll be two years on July 9th that I've wow. been there. Yeah. Wow! Congratulations, yeah, man! So a year and a half. Just uh, I just I just try to do my thing. What What is your thing though? Your ten to fourteen hours a day when you first started, it was one thing. Now it's it's another thing. Uh, so okay, so I think um, here's the thing about acting for me. This is not true for every actor. This is not true for any artist. For me yeah. and myself. Acting was a very selfish endeavor. Okay. So the questions I would ask, how do I get me a job? How do I elevate myself? Yeah. How do I make sure that I'm doing this? The entire thing, and this is what I love about representation. Everything is about other people, right? And it's not like it is mainly the clients. How do I elevate my clients or and how do I elevate these actors to these certain points? But it's not just that. It's also, hey, like the people that are in my immediate circle, hey, this producer that I know, hey, this manager that I know, this person, I can connect them with someone else as well that like that they're really looking for. 
And like in a, in a selfish sense, yeah, like, hey, that makes them come back to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like that's the, the power aspect that we, we talked about. Yes. At the same time, like you want to find longevity, help people, help other people out. Yeah. Like you want to find some, you want to find a true passion about something like go help someone else in their endeavor. And that is going to give you a sense of joy that you have never experienced in your life. Hell, like, and like, maybe it's like not true because it's LA and like we have a bunch of panhandlers, but <laughs> like, I remember like in, in Hope, Arkansas, where homelessness is not like a huge problem. Um, like if you bought someone lunch or you gave them five bucks and like the amount of you just got this great sense of I, I did something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a beautiful and now I get to have that sense every single day that I help someone out. Yeah. That when my boss gets someone an appointment and I type it out for him and I send it, that that's amazing, especially for like a developmental client that's very early on in the career. Yeah. Because I know what that's like. Yes, you yeah. do. You know and, firsthand. Well, yeah. And it's um that that just brings my life so much joy. And so much, so much happiness. Now, when you say this, do you truly believe it? Uh, what gives you the inclination that I wouldn't? Nothing, yeah, nothing at no. all, right? Because so, I've been so, playing so, devil's advocate this entire no, of time. Of course. Right? So I, I think I only asked that because if you got a sense that there was, then all right, sweet, let's dive into that. Yeah. But if you can honestly say no, sitting yeah. across from me, yeah. You know, the then reason, how do you deny that? The reason that I ask. Right, one because it's just devil's advocate this entire like not this entire time. Like it's kind of the theme of like our conversation today. You know, because I want to play both sides. So, so it's important to hear both sides, right? I I can't be a good host, right, and just be so one sided about everything, right? For me, I want to bring on every single type of person. I want to bring on this person, that person, uh, Republican, Democrat, blah blah blah. All all of that shit, right? I want to get the experience, right? Because when most people say, oh, yeah, I want to you know, do this to help other people, it's like, no, bullshit. It's self-serving. I truly feel well, I think that, I honored that, too, that, yeah. that you honor it and that you are both sides of the coin. You want right. to help yourself, but you also oh. want to help them. Well, okay, so like, it's kind of – I think what we, we might have been discussing this earlier before like we started. It's, it's one of those things like, yes, do I want the nice things in life? Absolutely. I think yeah. every single person does. No one says, hey, man, like I want to live in a studio apartment my entire life. Yes. Nobody says that. Everyone pic- pictures themselves in a nice house with two cars having – what having a family or maybe not like being able to have the freedom to do what you want to do and doing that like everyone has that and that is not a there is nothing selfish about wanting to better yourself there is nothing nothing wrong with that what selfish is hey how can i take away from someone else's life to add to mine and my entire job is adding value to someone else which adds value to me I love right? Yeah. yeah. So like it's a symbiotic relationship in a way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And, and sometimes awesome. and, and don't get me wrong, like there are times like, hey, there's either one way this way or one way that the other way. Yeah. But either way, there's this fight with each other. Yeah. Or not fight with each there's a fight together with each yeah. other that we are, hey, we're on a team and we are we are working towards a goal which is this person's career. Yeah. And we want to service them. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's that, really I don't know, awesome. that, that gives my life purpose and meaning. No, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You're getting to uplift other individuals' lives, right? From, uh, you know, the, the very start or... Oh, uh, sorry, stop. Yeah. Do you need to put... Um, no, 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 I don't. I don't. I actually... So... What? 
Your computer says 10% battery remains. No, no, no. It's actually not. It's this right here. Oh, it's this right here. Never mind. Um, I, I, I figured out because I don't know if you've noticed this podcast. I've been looking back here a couple times. Just FYI, just, I said stop. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So no, no. Thank you so much. But I just figured out how to um, <laughs> make that this work so I don't have to look back and forth and watch. Let me tell me if this works. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit, bitch. Yeah. I'm actually no way. fucking happy. Boom. There you go. Boom. That worked. All right, right. There we go. Okay, cool. Respect. Dude, Thank I got you so you. much. Gotcha. Um, okay. So I, I think just in, in life and in what I've gotten from you is that you see both sides of the coin. You I understand that it's not always all about you and it's not always all about them, but for your job to then take someone that is at the beginning of their career, wherever that in their career, and then help lift them up. It helps them, but it does help you guys as well. It helps you and your team. Um, if this developmental client becomes yeah. the next Jessica Chastain, yeah. then yeah, that d- does that help me? Absolutely. But our service provided that too. Yeah, like, and, it was, and it was not just, hey, getting someone appointments, but also offering guidance and creating a plan. Now, what all the details of that are, again, I'm still learning and I'm still figuring out. And I'm sure maybe that there will be a time in my life where I look back at even this conversation. May, man, I was maybe misguided in something. But for who I am now, this is what I can say is and, – and I know that this will be true for however long I live – this is what I'm passionate about, and this is what I love, and this is what I want to become a nerd in. Like, Good. yeah, Good. this is the thing that like I love. And yes. we all have that aspect of – and whether that's sports or entertainment or, hell, if that's accounting, wanting to be a lawyer, wanting to be a doctor, wanting to be a, 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 a plumber and work at a trade school, wanting to be a farmer. Everyone has something about their life that they're extremely interested in. Yeah. They do. Unfortunately, yeah. not a lot of people. There Good job, that. bro. How yes. fucking dare you? How dare you? Hold I on, have ruined on. the inner sanctum. Yes. No, but, I, I, you know, unfortunately, most people... I talk with my hands don't, a lot. Don't get to follow their... You were prepared with the paper towels. Yeah, I was. For I everyone was. listening and not watching, I just spilled my <laughs> white cloth because I'm a degenerate. How fucking dare you spill on my white fucking table? Oh, um, man. But you know that most people around the world, they don't get to follow their passion. They don't That's True, and, it, and that is, I mean, like, honestly, like, I'm very lucky and blessed that I was given these circumstances to be able to do that, where many people in this world, and even in this country, and in this state, and in this city, yeah, they don't get the same opportunity. They don't. They don't. And then you have the other side of the coin of people saying, well, you know, I didn't have this opportunity, but I still made something of myself. Right. So it's like, yeah, I mean, so it's it's one of those things, like... And and people could tie this to politics. I just tie it to the human experience. Like, it's one of those things when you're super interested about something and you find yourself like as a human being, hey, I'm interested in this. It's that confidence, right? Or it's yeah. that thing. You should have some sort of ability. There's going to be nothing that stops me at doing what I want to do. Everyone has been dealt a different hand of cards, and yeah. and I don't care how or what what anything becomes. That's just always going to be the case. Yeah. That's just that's part of life. It's, it's been true from the beginning of time, and it'll be true until this world is over. Uh, 
But there should be an undying fight within you about something, something in some aspect. I'm not saying that it has to be true for everything, but at least in one area, there has to be something where you're like, you know what? Even if I don't know it, even if I'm so separated from it, even if I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I am going to do everything in my power to do this. And honestly, I know that I have this aspect about me in representation. I don't. Am I qualified to represent another human being at this time? No, I am not. I am still learning. At the same time, I know I'm passionate about this, and there will be nothing in this world or in any others that will stop me from obtaining that goal. I love that. I love That's that. That's it. No, it's, we all have we yeah. all have something that we're that passionate about. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Even if you don't know what that is, there will come a day that you know your passion could be. Man, I just want to take fucking vacations my entire fucking <laughs> life. I get that, but nothing's gonna stop you from finding a way to do it. Exactly, and yeah. wh- whatever the fuck you got to do to make it possible. And some people uh, turn into you know vlogging their experience, and then they blow up that way. Whatever <laughs> the fuck it is, right? It doesn't yeah. matter because we live in a day and age where we have the internet, where we have social media where you can do so many things that you've never been able oh, to dude, do the past, the past what i mean hell even in our in our yeah. lifetime the past 30 years like it went from like i just felt like the past 30 years have been 300 in terms of technology it's nuts it's fucking and think, nuts. And think about like the next 30 years yeah. like jesus christ in our lifetime the an iphone might see. be obsolete by that point of course i remember when a motorola razor was the coolest thing yeah. to have did, did you ever have the sidekick i don't know if I'm man i always see we didn't have yeah. it like that yeah, yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. it like that yeah. <laughs> i'm only five years but that's crazy i'm only five years older than you damn right and if you would have said one i would have believed you yeah i'm <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Um, uh, uh, but 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 I, you, when we started talking, there is something that I said I would talk about a little bit later on in the podcast, yeah. um, and that is Adderall. Ooh, oh yes. Ooh, so ooh. I have been okay. So um, I told you I was a kid with a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, so when I was what about four or five, maybe maybe a little bit younger, there was a point where I would be up for. 24 to like 30 hours just bouncing off the walls and then i would crash for one day so the first psychologist that my parents took me to said oh um at five years old said oh your child's manic depressive what kid at five years old is fucking manic depressive zero that's just a person who's bad at their job so like "Uh, i don't know we're gonna get a second opinion so we went there and this granted this was the 90s where like oh like uh, everyone has this like this is just the end all be all Um, but they went there like, no, like he has ADHD. Like <coughs> this kid is just super hyperactive. Like it's hard for him to focus. And that's just what it is from everything that you're telling me. If he's, if he really is like bouncing off the walls for 24 goddamn hours and then crashing for like 15, I think that's pretty like solid evidence. I mean, I'm no psychologist, but like, I think that's what the psychologist said. Yeah. I don't know. I was a child. I don't know what she said. I just know <laughs> I sit at, at the age of six. That's when um, my parents put me on Adderall. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've been taking Adderall since I was six years old. Now, uh, looking back, right, because I, I was given Adderall at like nine or ten years old, yeah. right? Um, Did you ever watch that movie, The Bling Ring? No, I didn't. Uh, so it's like this film. is Emma Watson, Thaisa Farmiga, uh, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name. Um, one other person in... Anyways, uh, and uh, what was it like? Twenty seventeen, and like there was a scene in that film. Uh, it was about when like 
those like three high school kids or four whatever how many they went and robbed all those celebrity homes like oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 and yeah. like one of them was like about to have a movie like produced by like Ryan Seacrest or something, or like yes. a series on MTV produced mm-hmm. by Ryan Seacrest, and he was like, "Oh, I had no idea. Peace, <laughs> I can't do this." Um, there's a scene in that movie where the mom's like, "All right, come down. We're gonna have like our morning like in in the south. It'd be a prayer session. But I think she called it like a validation session. So, all right, like here's everyone's like five milligram Adderall. Like, <laughs> like that's kind of what it like not like it wasn't that like cheap." Easy and like fake, yeah. But it'd be like, yo, every morning you wake up, you'd eat breakfast, and like, hey, here's your medication. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, fuck, man. For me, it was. It got to a point where Adderall made me feel like I was put in a box. And oh yeah, that's I, what it does. I I would fucking cheek it and then save it. And I remember there was a time where I, I opened up my drawer like and I had like three hundred of them. Um, and, and then I started dealing yes. drugs. And, yeah. and that's well, that's pretty much how the story starts. Uh, like I'm pretty, actually, it's probably correct. I'm trying to think back when it all started. Yo, hey, I'm not uh, gonna lie, so. yo, dude. In college, like when finals came around, and I was like, because like I didn't take it as much. Like I would just be like, yo, do I have like, am I gonna pull this all nighter yeah all right pop it like that's 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 what i would do and then like i would still have like you know 30 saved up from like not using them and guess what hey man that bank account's looking low yo and dude oh my god i had to buy adderall one time black market because like i ran out and dude they charge like 14 dollars a pill here in la i'm like jesus christ like if i was taxing somebody during finals time i'll charge them seven or eight and they'd be like oh my god the audacity of you to even (laughs) give me that number and i was like well it's finals like yo it's it's a hot commodity right now like what's up like i'm a salesman what's going on (laughs) you're so stupid (laughs) but it's true uh the the only thing that worries me right um about long-term use of adderall is what it does to the brain because one thing that i i started to realize is when i did start taking it again on was that I would kind of short circuit on shit. And I don't know if that's because I was getting older or what the fuck it was, right. but um, I know there's some studies that are like, yeah, it can lead to Alzheimer's. And there's some studies that are like, no, that's bullshit. Um, but I do know that long-term use of stimulants um, can lead to these things. Now, Damn. is it, uh, if you take, you know, the recommended dose, is it going to be okay? And so those things, I'm, I'm just always thinking about any medication that I ever and, take. Yeah, and I wish I could speak on that. Uh, unfortunately, I did not go to medical school, so like, well, I'm not. How like, dare you? Yeah, I was hoping to answer dare the you, answer. sir. I don't know. Like, here's here's kind of the point of my life that I'm in. I'm in a point where, hey, I'm chasing something, and like that's where 100 percent of my time goes to, yeah. like. I just recently started dating someone, so like maybe yes. like fifteen to twenty percent of my time goes to them as well. But That's like too much, it's too much yes. for this businessman <laughs> of business because it's business. Um, <laughs> but no, like it's um, like to make it about like go back to Adderall, like it's uh, yeah, you should never you should never like do unhealthy doses. Like yeah. take the take the recommended amount. Honestly, that's what I do. Like if it's a tough day, then I will like take an extra one. Yeah. Like. What and even technically, I'm. It's you're supposed to take two a day. Yeah. But I, I'll, I've always taken one, and then like, yo, like if it hits lunchtime or like two, three o'clock. Yeah. Then sweet, all right. Hey, man, I have a shit ton of work I got to get done, and like this is overbearing. Boom. Yeah. Then you're back in the zone doing the thing, and that's okay for me because yes. that's how I am as it's a human being. It's your choice yeah. too. Well, it doesn't matter if it's my choice or not. Like, yo, you should never do something that's self-deprecating to yourself. For sure. Like, I don't care what your goal is. If you're damaging yourself, don't fucking do that because yeah. that's stupid as fuck. Don't yes. do that. Like, I'm never going to be like, yo, it's kind of like if you're like, man, I love someone, like, and you love a heroin addict, 
being like, yo, dog, I love you, so here's some heroin. No, you fucking don't love them because you just gave them heroin. Like, but but hold on, if they're the, if they're, if they're the individual, right? You're the loved one, and and you took the heroin sack from them, right? I'm just painting a picture, right? No, of course. Um, and they're detoxing, and they're just fucking uncontrollable. People face this all the time, right? And you get um, them help. Yeah, and you get you get the, you get them help. I mean, especially like with me and my opiate addiction. Um, you know, gr- growing up after my father passed away, it was very challenging and my wife oh, sure. girlfriend back then would take my shit all the time and she would never fucking give it back to me but i do wonder that you know the individual that sees their loved one especially the first couple times detoxing and how bad it is um i don't think it makes them a bad person uh by giving no it no to, one's saying that after the third time the fourth time the tenth time no do not give them that shit and give them the tools this, that they need to this, succeed this is what i'm saying like if you all right so like what, what really is so what's love to you Right. I, yeah. what, what is love to you? Um, fuck. I know it's a, a big. Question. It's a big question. That's, that's it's a, very big. This it's, is what I would. Not, say. It's nothing that you have to think about, my friend. It's okay. something that is unconditional, regardless Amen. if it's good or bad, or, 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 or easy or hard. Amen. Right. Um, and it's someone that, or someone or something that you're I love willing that to you give just your. Said that. It's some, yeah. someone or something that you're willing to give your life for. Right. Right. And not think twice about it. It's not a fucking thought. So can I focus on one aspect that you just said? Yeah. Something that's not easy or hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, this is what we know that's true about life. Life is easy sometimes, and life is really fucking hard sometimes, and it's different from multiple people. Yeah. What's the easy thing to do? Like, like we're gonna just use the example of opiates or heroin or whatever you want to insert here. Yes. If you say you love someone, that for me, when I hear that, that means I want the best possible life for you. Yeah. That I want to make sure that you accomplish all of your dreams. That. Hey, you don't put your life on hold for me. I don't put my life on hold for you. Correct. But we are a team. We are partners, and we are fighting for each other, and we always have each other's back. And that means, yes, I do love you unconditionally, no matter what your faults are. My, 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 what I always say to a partner is this. I don't care if you burn down a school. I don't care if you do this, if you murder somebody. Like I, isn't and I don't want to say like I don't care. Like those are really terrible things. Of course. Like and it's not going to be easy. I but I will always it. work hand in hand with you. Yes. The one thing I can't do is cheating. Yeah. yeah. Like if it's ever been like, hey, like I'm emotionally invested in you. Yada yada yada. I'll always have your back. We're gonna work through these things. It's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be really fucking hard. But I'm gonna be here for you. The one thing that's like. Yo, hey, I wipe my hands clean. It's cheating. Like I get that. Yeah, I get that. Um, that doesn't mean that the individual doesn't love you. No, right. But for you, that's fuck no. I won't deal with it, and that's that. Right. Um, that's like my one end all be all. That is like, just a misconception that because of person cheats that they but, don't love. Sorry. Yeah, but but but, but, get, to, but to tie back to what we were talking about, just that way we're not chasing too many rabbits. It's, <laughs> it's um. Yeah, I just, I don't, I, I don't, like, yes, there are moments of weakness in human beings or human beings, and we're all imperfect. We all have our faults. We all have our thing. Like, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser. That's what I am. Like, yeah. I want to be, val- I am validated by other people's emotions. Like, that is who I am as a human being. I think guys uh, especially. <clears throat> Maybe. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I just know that's true for me. And it's one of those things, like, but to me, it's someone... Like if someone's if I say I love someone who's addicted to heroin, giving them heroin is not showing them love. That's enabling yeah. for me. Like and I and I think I'd, I'd be pretty comfortable in saying like if we took away like the emotions with it and we were outside looking in, I think most people would agree that hey yeah like if you truly say you love someone, you wouldn't enable a negative thing. 
So yeah. I, I want to point out two, two factors. When I said that's guys, especially with validation, the guys that I know and I know myself personally, like I don't need – Wait, you know I, yourself personally? Yes, How is he? No. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, that's I, me being a frat boy. My, my, my wife doesn't need to buy me fucking a million things or give no. me this, right? If you just give me validation, like if I do something good and you say, Brock, that was a really good job, right? That is going to bring me more happiness than fucking a anything fucking else, man. right? Um, I just didn't want things, people Same thinking I'm sexist, right? Because that. that's not what I mean because I know women are like that too. So backtrack on that, right? And then the other thing I want to backtrack is what I meant what by... What about people who yes. don't identify yeah. as men and women, oh, Brock? Okay. Well, God, dude, like I can't keep up with all of it. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm whatever. I'm with you. Um, yeah. uh, not whatever, but fuck, man. Okay. Welcome to the political uh, yes, realm, God, baby. I, I was told that I'm not PC the other day um, about some things, and, <laughs> but she was an amazing person, and, and, and she opened my eyes about some things that I never thought about, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. No, right hey, that, whoa, 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 like, just two seconds, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole. Dude, that's part of the human experience. It like, is hearing someone else's story and be like, "Oh, like I never thought about that yes. way." There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Yeah. There, there, there really is not. And I do think that I'm just going to go down this rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. PC culture. Um, a lot of people like, like that's fucking stupid and that's dumb. And, and I think a lot, of, not a lot. I think some of it is like way too much. But what I do think as a society is it pushes us in a direction to start thinking about things that we've never thought about before, and then it pushes society to that next. Thing. Days. Because okay. I go back to that Comanche story that I was talking about earlier, where in the 18, th- 1870s, my God, things were so different. And it was not that long ago. It was just a couple people ago. Like uh, Joe Rogan says it. Like he goes like the 1850s or like America has been around for like three or four people, which is not a lot of people. right? Yeah. Um, society was so different. And so what this PC culture does is that it makes us uh, better human beings long term right right i do believe that we, there will be a day where there is no wars i do believe that maybe wars will shift to cyber warfare but as far as killing men you, and women do, do you no. ever do you do you uh have you ever watched south park i mean obviously I mean, duh, yeah yeah so do you remember when like oh there was an episode where cartman really wanted like this video game console i don't remember that all one. right so there was one where he really wanted this video game console and he ends up like getting a time machine like to go forward in the future to like be able to like make it's like man two weeks like oh like that's that's too long to wait like oh i'm gonna get this time machine like goes through this elaborate thing gets a time machine he propels himself so far in the future where religion's non-existent but wars still happen over like atheistic like principalities and like so like when i hear like there's not gonna be any wars no like that's kind of the human nature like people fight with each other and that's been true. Like, if you're religious, like, look at Cain and Abel. Yeah. Dog, like, both of them were fighting for God's favor. If you're not religious, go back to, like, the beginning moments of time when man discovered fire or, like, was alive. Like, they were clubbing each other to death. Yeah. Like, that's survival of the fittest. That is basic human animalistic nature. So, like... I don't believe that, like that there will never be any wars because there always will be wars. I think wars will change. Wars of yeah. killing men and women will change, but it'll be um, more cyber warfare. I just, if you study history. There's going to be a lot more online bullying, yeah. except on like a nation level. <laughs> and you know what? I'm probably Fuck wrong. Fuck you, North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucked now. Guess what? We're doing this yeah, podcast at your place. <laughs> Guess where Kim Jong-un is aiming. Not at mine. <laughs> You're so dumb. And to bring it all the way back around on- this this is sponsored by the North Korean government. <laughs> You're so stupid. Uh, dealing with a heroin addict. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing it back. Uh, dealing with a heroin addict or an opiate addict, right? Um, 
the the loved ones for the first time uh, for the first time loved ones going through that experience um, it, it's a learning experience and maybe those first Absolutely. couple times they make maybe the not the best of choices and they enable them right dude no, all right so like on any scale human beings don't make good choices <laughs> like yes, ever yes like, yeah. but enabling the person you're talking to one who's made it, many mistakes in his life it doesn't mean that they don't love them they're just not educated yeah. and then hopefully down the road they and we start grow to together educated. exactly we grow together exactly. Exactly. Um, And if you're dealing through something like that, you know, addiction, right, which is a fucking beast. Anyone that says that it's not uh, some form of mental illness um, and that it's a fucking choice. Sure. Everything's ignorant. They're fucking ignorant. I'm sorry. They are. Me dealing with it. uh, Me have have dealt with it my whole fucking life. It feels like. Right. Yeah. Um, It's it's a lot more than just. No. no. I mean, and you know this better than I do. People like to compartmentalize things because it makes it easier. Right. Of course. Oh wow, you're just a fucking addict. No, no, that's not true. Like there, there are so many different facets that's and things that I can't even speak on because I don't fully comprehend it. Yeah. That affect that person's brain, and I've never lived in that situation. And I'm very fortunate that I've never had like this strong addiction to anything. Like, I mean, I maybe I take that back. Like yeah. for anyone watching, yeah. I'm watching. I'm smoking my Jewel slash Soren. Yes. And I am very addicted. Honestly, like I was addicted to cigarettes. So I'll take back my previous comment. I was addicted to cigarettes for seven years. There we go. And the first thing that got me off of it was like a vape. But now, like it's been three years yeah. of like vaping. Yeah. But like I haven't been touching cigarettes. Yeah. And and, and every single human being has a vice. If you don't have course. a vice, you're a person I don't trust. Yeah. Because that means you're lying about something. Of in your course. Life. And most people are lying to themselves anyways. But I mean, uh, hey, dog, <laughs> right here. <laughs> we all are all guilty of that. All right. And so I'm gonna bring it all the way back to your story as Let's we start to slowly wrap this up. Um what's the next five years like? That's a great fucking question, man. I, know. I, I, I wish I had insight to it. If um, you could look into a f- crystal ball, what would it look like? I mean, honestly, like all that I do now in this current time is I wake up in the morning, like at like uh, any time between like four and six a.m. and then like I shower, I get ready, I go to the office, and honestly, like I there's nowhere else I'd rather be. I hope in the next five years that like I just like like I said earlier, I start I just started dating this girl and. I really like her and like I hope something develops from that but like I'm a little old school in the sense like I want to get married and I want to have a family and I want to have like the American I don't know like I want to have the American dream of like the house with like kids and a dog and like and, and do that stuff like I don't know like that's like when I think about my personal life in five years like Oh, like there's something about like building a family and like building that stuff, whatever that may be. Like yeah. maybe it's adoption, maybe it's like biological, maybe it's whatever. I don't know. I think I hope I, I really hope I fall madly in love with somebody, um, whether it's this person, like or whoever it may be. Like I, I hope it's this person because right now I'm biased. Yes, but, of course. Um, yeah, I hope uh, that I work really hard and that like I am able to become an agent and that I am able to like do great things and. So, like, it's kind of hard to answer. Like, I right now, I think I'm just on a good path, and I'm trying to stay on that path, and I'm, doing, I'm trying to get out of my own way. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I respect that. And you said something that's, like, old school to have, like, a, you know, a wife and a kids and all that <laughs> shit. It, but, it, but, it, but it's not. What I think yeah. is old school in that is that if you have kids at uh, too young of an age, right? And I've had some people on here that have had parents that they, like, fuck, they were, like, 18, and their parents were just fucking amazing, right? And they had yeah. kids at 18. 
Well, that's just, I mean, it's That's also Arkansas. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Well, that's actually where they're from. Yeah. Um, I'm just joking. But, Damn, yeah, I'm going to eat yeah, that yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah, Nebraska, but uh, whatever. Um, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. Is it in L.A.? Yes. No, nope. then I don't even yes. know what it's about. <laughs> but seriously, uh, what, what has changed is the thought process of having kids at a later age because for my wife and I, we, we don't have kids yet. And yes, we will have kids, um, but I'm 33 years old, right? But it has allowed us to grow together. Together, yeah. To follow our own dreams, to fucking and do you're what we a love, human, right? Like you're a human being with like dreams yes. and accomplishments that you want to do, yeah. and like things that you want to experience. I'm a big believer. Just because you have kids doesn't mean you put your life on hold. No, I know, no. but 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 a lot of parents. But it is a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of, it's a lot of responsibility, and could, it's hard to balance all that. I, I could have never had kids at 22 years old, 25. I mean, years old, dog, I, I'm 28, and I have no idea like yeah. what I would do. I know yeah. the greatest thing in this life that I can be as a father. Yeah. I know I that agree. for for a, for a fact. Honestly, if my whole life was being Mr. Mom, I would be okay with yeah, that. Yeah. Like I get it. I, I and I, I and I don't know what my life will be. Yeah. But you know, but I do know this. I do know that I have very I've had amazing people in my life that I take for granted every day. And like sometimes it takes me stopping myself to say, "Wow, I'm doing the thing that I love." I have a bunch of people that love me in my life. Doesn't matter what all the bullshit that like I think I'm going through. Yeah. I'm very blessed and I'm very lucky, and I take that for granted every day. Yeah. And honestly, like it, it, this is a moment where I'm having to stop myself. Like, man, there's a lot of bullshit. I'm, I'm very, very lucky. You are. I'm so lucky. You are. Yeah, we, we um, do. We take things for granted. Yeah. Um, we can always think about what we don't have yeah. or what what all that next thing. Honestly, I just I what I'm learning is to be more appreciative in the moment. Yeah. That's yeah. good, man. Respect. And I'm very appreciative of you, dude. Like you've been a really good friend for what? Like the past year and a half, two years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. And I um I just appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story and being so open about so many different things. Dude, I told aspects. you, and I guarantee you, after about 10, 15 minutes, you might hit next episode. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but I dude, I, I, I appreciate you doing me the favor of allowing me to come on. And man, like, oh, whatever happens with this podcast, like, I really enjoy what you're doing. And you're, you're, you're making connections with real human beings. And that's that's something that's invaluable because we're all searching for that other thing for like we're we're all searching for a shared experience right that i we don't are. feel alone in something yeah, absolutely no one wants to feel alone and i guarantee you to anyone listening whether it's 5 people or 5 million you're not alone yeah. uh even if you feel that way because we all do yeah. and yo it's one of those things just reach out to somebody and someone's there and guess what we're both always here to listen and yeah. talk and correspond absolutely. because we've been that kid that teen, that young adult, that adult that has felt alone, and we know it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave it at that because that was uh, that was beautiful and exactly what you just said. It's good, and I hope you're not watching because my face breaks camera. So, <laughs> and he's oh, does it keep on? You fucking <laughs> dick! It fucking shattered. What? Damn it! I need to get a wider angle. <laughs> Shit! You son of a bitch! All right, people, it's thank amazing. you so much for listening to Back to Your Story. Have a good night. Peace out. Bye, bye.